That's, that's more than we got last time, right? Yeah. Because the, the browser window just, like, closed before. What browser window? The, the last one you just tried. It just, like, that tab kind of went away. So I can't close this tab because it's too green. Oh, yeah. Let's looks like it's working. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think five people. Okay, there, it's there working. it's working. Okay. Should I talk into the side of this mic? Yeah, the, the tight part with the tape on it. Okay. That's where the condenser is. Okay. My ass itches violently. Oh, god damn it. Oh. Hi, Matt. It's like 11 people are watching. Usually there's a lot more than this. Well, it's way late on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. Is it just us and Matt? Matt Buffo? Uh, okay. Nope. There we go. This guy looks like he drives a Volvo 240. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian okay. Records. I recognize that name. Well, we're doing a show for 11 people. What's uh? That's... What's our normal? Normally, show? it's about at 200 people, like right now. Oh wow. Okay. But I guess it's a busy Monday night for most people that not many people would watch. Adrian Records says, you drove my Volvo 240. Oh, right. That was like four years ago, Adrian. Wow. Good to see you. Jim Milber says, try some Fagley triple hop. Funny that no one really knows we're doing this. Wookie Automotive TV says, can't stay driving from New York City to Maine tomorrow. Oh. Um, maybe I should just go on Twitter. And say, hey, we're live right now. And uh, get on this. Hmm. I think you did tweet out a thing. I think I did, yeah. Mm -hmm. Union Record says, YouTube didn't notify me that this was live. I heard it from Twitter. Um, oh. That's really weird. The technical issues continue. So why didn't this... Why didn't this notify? Interesting. Huh. We got 28 people. All right. All right, so there's the link. wonder if I... Uh, I think I can use Instagram. And say that people would be... Matt Buffo says didn't get the notification either. Oh, okay. Maybe I can go on Instagram. Is there a way to, in here. to ping that notification once it started? Or is I, like I don't know. 
don't know. Well, it looks like it's just us. YouTube didn't tell me either. Must be drunk high again. Did not show up on my sub stream. Had to click the Twitter link. Oh, so this is all just from that Twitter link. Hmm. Um, okay, well, let me go on YouTube and make a... Uh, Unless I can, unless I can just end this stream and then do it again. Oh, Corey says you got the YouTube notification. I think maybe I can make like a, a post. It's live on your channel, but currently there's no notification. How bizarre. Um, yeah, no notification. It showed up as a reminder in my sub box. Currently live, there was no notification. Weird. San Diego says, uh, lambskin condoms for life. I just happened upon this without notification. Yeah. Weird. So this is going to be the unnotified podcast and only a few people are going to see. That's pretty funny. Um, I'll try with Instagram. Neck memes are the future. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Yeah, only vaguely. There's, there's some... Um like a mugshot going around with a guy with a super thick neck. Yeah. Like it goes, it goes past his jawline or like to his jawline. It's very strange. Uh huh. And this has gone viral. So now it's become like its own meme. So is there, is there text that goes with that picture? All sorts. I mean, I think, I think it's being adapted into all sorts of reaction memes. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, late in the UK. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we won't have the UK audience. I guess Instagram, did this Instagram used to have a live thing? Or does Instagram not do live anymore? I thought they did. Yeah. Phone stream PC troubleshooting is a lie. Yeah, the PC thing was solved. I think that might still be going. Oh. Really? I, see, I wonder. I also have the thumbnail on my on my Really, YouTube like here. the phone thing is still there. It was just found your channel and they're binging your videos. They're hilarious. Thank you, Frankencastle. Um, all right. This yeah. is all right. These this is like simulcast. <laughs> wait, 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 I should I should do this. I'm just letting you guys know on Instagram that we are live on YouTube right now. So uh, I don't know why YouTube didn't get the uh, uh, didn't get the didn't get the notification, uh, but we are live on YouTube right now. I have a guest, Ivan, a filmmaker, who's been a guest on my podcast. Uh, I'm not on my podcast. Well, now on my podcast, but uh, he filmed the Deuce and a Half video, and he's off work right now. So. YouTube took about five minutes into the stream, but it's not a subscription stream. Literally watching both of this in the Instagram <laughs> live video. One guy says, hello. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so right now there are more people on Instagram than there are in the YouTube uh, live stream, which is bizarre. Um, all right, so I'm going to stop this live stream here. And is that yours or mine? That's yours. That's mine. Yeah. I'm going to stop the live stream one here on Instagram. And then... Uh, mm. We're going to go right to YouTube. So everybody here that's on. Uh, everybody here that's on uh, um, Instagram. I'm going to turn this off now. So all of you guys, you guys. Where's 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 my mic? All, all of you guys right there are going to have to get on YouTube. Which is na 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 right here. All right. Okay. Ending the uh, Instagram thing now. End. That was 180 people were on my phone, hmm. and there's only 66 people in the YouTube chat. Okay. Anyway, welcome to. Uh, RCR podcast number 52, Ivan the Filmmaker. Uh, he's been a consultant uh, for me for about a few months now, and he was the videographer for the majority of the Deuce and a Half review. That's why all that stuff looked really, really well. So we're going to answer questions about filmmaking that he can answer much better than me, and I'll answer whatever questions you have. Uh, in the normal chat uh, window, as usual. Uh, Super Chats are also uh, enabled for this evening. My beer of choice for night is not seltzer water. What is it? Oh. Is uh, uh, Stacy's Mom by Evil Genius Beer Company from, where are they from? Where's Evil Genius from? Know where evil, uh, evil genius is from. Normally they say where they're from right on it, but wherever evil genius is from, I'm drinking Stacy's mom. Henry Bond says hello from Instagram. What do you think about the Subaru Crosstrek? Any cars in it? Any cars similar to it than you like? I don't know how off-road capable. All right, the Subaru Crosstrek is is trying to fill the spot of the third generation Subaru Forester in that it is the mid-tier SUV now and the Subaru Forester went up market for the fourth generation. Uh, the Subaru Crosstrek, it's not offered with a turbo at all. They, they have a, a hybrid one that's supposed to go like 17 miles on just electric. Ooh, <laughs> you know, a Chevy Bolt will do like 40. Sorry, my neck's a little sore from sitting all day. Um, Jalopnik called it one of the most underpowered SUV slash crossovers on the market right now. Mm. Um, it is an Impreza platform. So when you see a Subaru Impreza and a Subaru Crosstrek, same damn car, Crosstrek's big, Impreza isn't. So it's an it's still being driven by a two liter opposed four. So it's bigger, heavier. Yeah. It looks a little bit cooler. And there's people who already have jacked those things up, but 
I don't know how. I think they only have like 165 horsepower, which is the same amount of power that my second gen Forester has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Do I think a an old 2006 Legacy is worth keeping? Hell yeah, it is. 2,000 kilometers on the odometer? Yes. Is the head gasket blown? Yes or no? If it's not, oh, uh, Ian says only 148, 151 in the Crosstrek. So a Crosstrek has less power than my second gen Forester. Hmm. So I'm not, I'm not getting rid of my Forester. Um, oh, Evil Genius is from hmm. Philly. Awesome. Um, I'm in Dixon currently, and our AC heat has been on the frish. What's your favorite memory of Kutztown? Okay. So um, uh, Ivan and I were walking down. We were in Kutztown today, uh, Drew. And uh, this was one of the few times I ever get stopped in public. And we were walking right past Pop's malt shop. And we hear a excuse me behind us. And up comes, do you remember his name? I'm sorry. I'm terrible with names. Uh, yeah, so I forget it yeah. as well. And he said, excuse me, are you Mr. Regular? And I'm like, okay. And you saw I had to turn on. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. 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 Mm. And it, it was the usual fan conversation. Mm -hmm. I knew you were around in PA somewhere mm -hmm. and I've been watching your videos. And nice, nice guy. Yeah. I like yeah. his longboard. Uh he uh he's living in Skookle right now. And he said I think he wants to get a crew together and get a place in Dixon. And that's pretty much it. My brother lived in Dixon Hall um, for a while. You know, I didn't look. I haven't been on campus yet, but there was an ice. There's an ice cream and convenience uh, store attached to Dixon Hall. And when I was there, it was called the Dixon Creamery. Great name. Yeah, great name. Dixon Cream. <laughs> really? I know, is, I know this is. I know that. I know this is college. Yeah. You know the and uh, Golden Bear Village West had a convenience store at one point. Now, now that now the convenience store got turned into a big conference room, but the Golden Bear Village West was called the Golden Spot. <laughs> really. The G Spot. Really. So anyway. Hmm. Uh. Silver Gossip says, what happened to the other stream? I don't know. It didn't work. And I guess you got the notification for the other one, but no one got the notification for this one. Mm -hmm. um, did I see the Savage uh, Jacob Palaces? Did I see the Savage Geese video over pet peeves with modern cars? Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. Anyway. So... If anybody has film questions for Ivan, that's that's <laughs> what we'll answer. And if you see anything that goes by here, can you see that? A little. A yeah. little. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely Alice, answer that. Can I pop this out? Pop out chat. There we go. Now it'll be bigger. Or maybe we'll not see it at all. Yeah. I can go like that. And then I can... On and then the I white. can... And oh, then I can go. go like that. Why did Roman shave his face? 
Uh, it's the Costanza says, why did Roman shave his face? We'll ask him when he comes back. <laughs> uh, he'll be back in Pennsylvania tomorrow, and I'm going to see him tomorrow for riding. And I think he just wanted a change. And then picture that Melissa Etheridge song or, or something like that, talking about how a change is good. F5 for freedom here on the Super Chat. We had one. Um, Adrian Records. Oh, hey, Adrian. Oh. Thank you for the thank you for the donation. Adrian says Ford's making a Mustang with four doors. Are they? I haven't heard of this. I haven't heard of this. It wasn't. It wouldn't be the first time. It existed in the past. Oh, okay. In the '60s, it existed, and technically, a Ford uh, Fairmont from the '80s is a Fox body. Mm. You know, there was a number of cars built on the Fox platform. Yeah. And stuff with Mustang parts that easily just swap over, including body parts. So you could build a four-door Mustang in the 80s. So it's not completely unprecedented. Mm. Thoughts on doing that with a car with as much baggage as the Mustang? Uh, when you say baggage, I assume you mean yet another Mustang has crashed, that sort of thing. One person's baggage is another's history. Right? I guess, yeah. yeah. I personally think they should call it the Falcon. Yeah, I think they should too. Mm. And use the platform for a proper and use the platform oh. for a proper Lincoln. Hmm. Well, Lincolns were always big. I don't know where you're getting Lincoln from. I'm for it. You want to make a four-door Mustang? It's been done in the past, and if the marketing department uh, has any brains, they'll say, you know, this existed in the past. It's been always weird. And I and I would buy a car if if you just picture like the current CEO says. You just like the entire commercial is him going. Build a four door Mustang. Why? I'm the boss, and he just takes a sip of something, and that's the commercial. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Adrian. Thank you for your donation. Oh wait, I need a, now. I got multiple windows going here. Oh yeah. Um. Any opinions on a 2006 Nissan Altima? Um, you buy a Nissan Altima if you're in a relationship and she wants a bigger car but doesn't want to pay um, Honda Accord prices. That's why you get the Altima. The Altima is the cheap Accord. It also starts with the same letter. All, uh, no, it's not the same syllable, but it's the same word. Um, the new video is good. Oh, today's video. Yes, on the old school Altima, the one that went up today. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I'm going to miss that car. Um, it was when the Altima was the size of the Sentra. Yeah. And they made a performance Altima in the early 90s. And it had the uh, Nis uh, Nissan 240 motor in it. Oh, so okay. it went pretty good. Hmm. That was a fun car around the track. Um, my thoughts on a 2004 Tahoe. What is your opinion? No, normally, this is how this goes. Yeah, it people goes ask, fast, ask yeah. me about my opinions on cars. Now well, we got yeah. an average amount of people 124 people <coughs> watching this. Max McHugh, do I dream of cream? I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? Nope. Oh. <laughs> opinions on the Porsche 996 Carrera 2. Ian Ultimate. I have very rarely, Eon, do do uh, 
performance cars come into my line of sight in mid-state PA. Sam Shellman says the smoke attack. Oh, is Matt Fair streaming right now? Is Matt Fair streaming right now? <laughs> is that why there's no one watching this? Is Matt Fair streaming right now? Didn't you go up against Joe Rogan recently? Yeah, I did yeah. go up against yeah. Joe Rogan. Now, you know, if you're going to watch Joe Rogan, the thing about Joe Rogan is he doesn't read the chat. So... <laughs> Watch this turn into me. Yep. yep. Matt Fer- <laughs> Matt Fair is live right now. So that explains a lot of stuff. Okay. People are throwing uh they're on his channel. Okay, we got 127 people right watching right now. Matt Fair has 512 542. Okay. Which is not going to stop me. <laughs> oh, and you know who he has? He has uh the uh the Porsche guy. The um, I'm gonna mute it so I don't get in trouble of like doing his shit. It's uh oh Magnus Walker. So Farrah's got Magnus Walker on his podcast, and here we are trying to go up against that. <laughs> Ross Everett says you guys are better than anyone anyway. <laughs> Taking my subs. Damn it, I'm podcasting against you. <laughs> Damn it, Matt's live. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Same audience. <laughs> Matt's okay. If, if if you go on the smoking tire thing, it's uh, uh you're gonna see me start posting on his. Um <laughs> regular competent Matt is live now. Uh Matt is live now. Crap. You got you got you got to be nice though. I'm just gonna say love. Thing is, Matt schedules this sort of stuff, and I don't. We just made this decision like an hour ago. Yeah. So whatever. So I I got a question. Okay. In the chat. Uh, thanks, uh, Jeffrey, uh, asking for my take on the Fast and Furious franchise. Um. I binge watched that last year uh, with my girlfriend. How much of it? Um, I whatever was available online. I, you I watched every movie? Yeah, not back to back to back, like in the same day. Okay, but like it was like one movie a day for you know the week or whatever, right? Okay. So um, it um, it holds up in a wonderfully cheesy way. Really? Um, yeah, like. It was this entry into car culture for so many people right back in the day. And uh, there's some really funny, you know, chase scenes and these ridiculously escalating stunts from movie to movie to movie. Um, I mean, it's to I me, mean, they're not cinematic masterpieces, but, you know, no. they're uh, they're fun. They're really fun for what they are. Um, so how do you like the CGI in Tokyo Drift? There was a lot of cars that weren't real in that one. Didn't bother me. And you know what? Yeah. That always bothers me. There's so many, like, there's, like, Lord of the Rings, um, uh, Spider-Man. There's so many. Oh, yeah, like, I can these, see you know, Spider-Man. Like, there's, there's these Uncanny Valley moments. And Tokyo Drift, it was just like, it's such a jazz hands movie anyways. It's like, sure, whatever. You know? Ah, okay. Whatever. 
it, it, yeah. What 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 pulled you out of the moment watching Lord of the Rings? Name of the trees. I, I'm not, uh, I don't know the names. Of was the that that at the end of uh, Return of the King? It, honestly, I haven't seen them since they oh, came okay. out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it, it it was just one of those. Uh, uh, okay. Um, but wow, a lot of, a lot of the graphics in that were great. Um, just there's there's some of these moments where you just you get you get jolted right out of the story and you're like, oh, okay, I see I see that artifice in a, in a big way. Did you ever watch Dragonheart? No. That's got some like early 2000 CGI going on there. Excuse me, no, Dragonheart was in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. So, do you oh, remember okay. do you remember the Harrison Ford movie uh uh Air Force 1? Yeah. Do you remember the CG Air Force 1 crashing at the very end? <laughs> no. They had this transition from live to CGI <laughs> as this like PlayStation 2 <laughs> plane crashes yeah. into the ocean. Yeah. And I remember even as a high schooler watching that, I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> this is really dumb. All right. So we got two super chats. I need to go. Right. Spy Kids CGI. I didn't. I don't know. Forgive me. I don't have kids, so I don't watch Spy yeah. Spy Kids. A little after my time in terms of being a kid. Oh, I need to have a mic like mounted under this futon <laughs> as a Yokozuna farts right into it. Uh, uh, MRGW892 says, I'm pooping right now and I ran out of toilet paper. Send help. Dude, if you get a bidet, you, a roll of toilet paper will last a lifetime. You ever use one? No. There's one over there. Should I go right now? <laughs> if you <laughs> want to, let's raise water up your butthole. And if you relax, it'll go inside. You'll <laughs> be clean in ways you never like. Fuck zestfully clean. You'll be. You'll be as you as Joey Diaz says, "Tip top magoo." Sunfish Grill, dad voice. I brought your daughter home late. I think that's what he's asking for. Thank you for your donation, Sunfish Grill. That's it. Okay, I'm caught up, or we are caught up. Um, XR6 Falcon or VF2 Commodore uh, Chevy SS. Well, I guess. See, I I'm learning, uh, Calheem, that there's multiple versions of the Falcon, but we never got them here. I'm guessing whichever has the Barra Turbo would be cool, and uh. If the VF2 Commodore is the Chevy SS, that means you just have, I think, an LS3 or something like that in there, um, which is fun in the United States, but eh in in every other uh, country. So, uh, or, or eh in Australia, because it's not special. Like you roll around a Chevy SS here, you're a sophisticated car enthusiast. Mm. If you roll around in a Commodore in Australia, it's like, so? Mm. It's like a Mustang GT, like, their Commodore, because they never got uh, Australia, never got the Camaro or the Mustang until recently. So rolling around in a Commodore is like rolling around in a Camaro, and that's like going, "Ooh, look a Camaro!" Right. So, <laughs> um, 
Oh, excuse me. The LS2. Super Jang. Chevy SS is an LS2, yeah. which means it has, I think, the square port, square intake ports instead of the cathedral ports of the LS1. Um, who's the dude crossing his legs? Okay, yes. It's not Nick, a guy just getting here. It's not Nicholas Roman. He's still in Virginia. Nick will be back tomorrow. This is Ivan the Filmmaker. Um, you never had a formal introduction. Uh, you mm. are the owner of a company called Visual Inclination. And you film stuff on commission, and you also do web design, uh, branding, <laughs> and what else? Um, we're focusing a lot more on, on film work at mm. this point. So we've got a small crew of guys that um, we do uh, cinematography. That's my, my focus. We've got a producer. We do uh, post-production, mm -hmm. editing, color correction, animation, all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're a services company. Like um, a production company has a TV show and they need somebody to shoot it. They'll come to us. Mm -hmm. They need somebody to cut the episodes. They come to us. There you go. We fill in the holes that, that they have. And the purpose of these companies are uh, solves the problem of manpower that a client wouldn't have themselves. Like say, I have this thing and I need it shot. Um, the thing that's bizarre about me trying to explain it to people who live around here, because there are no, there's none of that in rural Pennsylvania. There, and even in Philadelphia, I guess there's like a production studio or something. But so much of this of like like TV shows and stuff is all on the West Coast. Right. I mean, you have. Uh, Austin, Texas. You have, I think, the Triangle in North Carolina, which is oh, the Triangle in North Carolina. I forget the cities. I know it's the Tech Triangle. There's this bit in North Carolina where there's a whole bunch of tech and, and stuff down there. New York City, of course. There's yeah. they're filming all the time there. And Atlanta, yeah. yeah. And everybody knows Baltimore, but just because of the wire. And what else? Atlanta was the one I was going to say. Like that, that seems to be a, a really happening production scene now. I haven't done much work out of there. For me, it's it's all New York and a, a bit of an, uh, L.A. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I stick to the East Coast usually, Toronto, New York. Uh, I uh, Ian says, Mister Regular, can you just define a car enthusiast? Yes. Oh, they said Vancouver, BC. I I would be a terrible Canadian if I didn't mention Vancouver. <laughs> they are a big production scene. Yeah, does sorry. Van does Vancouver have a U.S. equivalent in LA. terms of its? Oh, that's the L.A. Yeah, they're like our uh, L.A. North. Yeah. I have this one friend of mine who lives in Vancouver. He's an animator, and I forget who he's working for now. Does Cartoon Network have an office there? I wait. I no, Cartoon Network's an American cable company. Why would they have an office in Vancouver? We have a similar channel. So okay, he worked for something doing something. His name's Sterling Richter. I haven't talked to him in like fuck, like six years. He had a he he had an uh. Nope, oh, my laptop just. All right. Can't hear, please turn up audio. Gladly. Okay. Um, all right, guys. 
time to do audio checks. Everybody loves it. Everybody needs it. It's time for audio checks. Gotta get this and get okay, everybody in the channel. You're ready for fun audio checks? Let's do audio checks. It's gonna go like you go to the eye doctor. Are you ready? Everybody ready? Here we go. Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. Which sounds better? Number one. Number two. Number one. Number two. The consensus is number two. Number two. Number three. Number two. Number three. Number two. Look at that Jeffrey Griffith questions. Hmm. Number th number two. Number three. Number two. Number three. Number two. Number three. Number two. Number three. Most people are saying number two. Okay. <laughs> three makes me yeah. happy. They're the same. Okay. So we're on number two. Number There's two sounds good. An eight. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> number nine. Beatles reference there. Yeah. Um, all my effects are the same. Pretty much. Oh, but the gains are different. Who's on? You're on one, but. I don't know. Testing. Testing. Okay, your gain is cranked higher than mine, but you pop fly. Yeah, I'm, mine, so I, I'm I whisper. That, so <laughs> that's fine. And as far as treble and stuff, it, it's it's all the same. Sounds good, Ivan? All right, this Great. sounds good. Good. All right, uh, screw your challenge check. Um, we had a question about the Canadian film industry. Oh, I saw that uh, from Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah, I got that. Hey, Ivan, any underappreciated Canadian TV that the world needs to know about? Uh, he, uh, 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 Ivan was very happy at lunch today that I knew <laughs> yeah. all about the Red Green show. That's the because, first thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> because at least in Pennsylvania on WVYY or something like public public television, we got the Red Green show every Saturday night, either mm -hmm. at the same time or just following Saturday Night Live. And I remember watching it mm -hmm. and like early middle school. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was, it was fun time. And if my parents walked in on it and watched, they, they weren't offended. It was, it, it was rare really at any time that you can have a funny, clean show. I don't know any other recommendations I've had, like say underrated. Uh, that's a, that's a tough bar. Um, especially for Canada. It's like, if it's a big show, it's going to be known across Canada. Um, so Schitt's Creek is a current one. I've heard of I that. I think it might be actually popular here in the States. I, I don't know. I've it's, heard, it's a, I've heard that name. It's a sitcom. So. It's like very well produced. Eugene Levy. Uh, he's the dad in it. Uh, Dan Levy has plays his son and is his son. Um, it's just it's wonderfully acted, really well produced. Um, it's just funny. It's a funny sitcom. Um, 
trailer park boards boys is another like blow away oh, success okay. from, yeah, from yeah from our yeah, east yeah. coast friends and uh you know <laughs> that, it's like ridiculous. it's like 24 million views on the i am the liquor uh <laughs> thing right uh <clears throat> i mean that's a bit of a, a playback um you know tom green came from mm-hmm. from public access tv in uh, i think it's hamilton like an hour out of uh, my city, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, Letter Kenny. I haven't actually seen Letter Kenny yet. Um, but yeah, like th- those are like huge TV shows in, yeah. in Canadian TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to talk small? Let's talk about like the documentaries that, are, <laughs> that are, like all, me and my friends work on. Like that, they're, okay. they're, you know, nobody hears about that, and that's not underrated. It's just like a small, small viewership. What are the um, documentaries you've worked on? um well uh, i was <laughs> joking um oh but but uh yeah i mean i just did a, a documentary about a, a canadian band a marching band um Ooh. called the burlington teen tour band and they they marched in the that sounds like an improv troupe <laughs> um, or ska band <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, no. And, uh, so they got into the Rose Parade this year, uh, mm. which is a huge honor for a marching band. And we documented their process and going there. But like, you know, it's a wonderful story, very Canadian story. Um, but, you know, the viewership isn't really that large on, mm. on those things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Schitt's Creek, I would say, is the it, top of mind. If you haven't if you haven't seen that, uh, check that out. OK, yeah, I'll, I'll watch some YouTube clips. Yeah. I uh, have a super chat question here. Curtis Leachfield says, been a fan since a Loyal vid. Love the Loyal. Love the shit out of that car. That was when Subaru put their spare tires in the engine compartment. Yeah. The engines were small enough. They the sp- it was neat because they could have a, then a low floor in the cargo area mm. and the donut would mount to the back of the engine in, in the front of the car. Uh, now I own a gold 2001 Forester. Accidental, but love it. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, we need slow car fast better than fast car fast sticker. Yeah. And there's got to mm. be much love for the 2.2 liter donkey show that came in the early versions of those Subarus. The ones, see, the, the interesting thing about the 2.2 is that, yeah, they're like a buck 20 horsepower, I think. But those are the Subaru engines, the older ones that don't blow their head gaskets. The one that's in my Subaru does. Every hundred thousand miles, the um the head gaskets start to come apart. Right. Um, supposedly the ones in the EJ twenty five turbos have different head gaskets that blow less. <laughs> it's just one of those Subaru things. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Curtis. Thanks for your question. I oh yeah, last time I was doing this, I was trying to patch in, but that's we'd have to get open broadcaster software to get uh, um, my friends from New Zealand, uh, the Johnsons, onto the podcast remotely Mm. because we had this one conversation. um, They had some USA questions and then they had some Canada questions. And I was explaining, okay, the relationship between New Zealand, like you guys already know the relationship because your relationship to Australia is our is uh would be Canadians relationship to the US. Right. It's it's the same place. <laughs> There's some differences, I guess. 
I'm the asshole. <laughs> the other place is the fun place. It, it's cooler. Like figurative, figuratively and literally. Yeah. In yeah. that, that, um, although New Zealand, their winters are really mild. Like, um, like I, you go on, on, on your, uh, your weather app. And like it's winter time, but it rarely dips below forty-five degrees. Fair, well, excuse me, ten. Thank you. It rarely <laughs> dips below ten. Okay. So. Oh, that's not winter. Yeah, that's that's no. like. Yeah. Next week we're gonna get twenty-five, which is negative eight. About that. Here. Okay. Yeah. So, eh, it's gonna be pretty chilly. Yeah. Um. But it took me about a week to get used to centigrade. Why do people call it two things? I heard Celsius, Celsius and centigrade at the I, same time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Centigrade is like the old people. Yeah, I, I've, I've always used Celsius. Yeah. Consistently, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean... Oh, a oh, bunch of questions. Excuse me. Oh. It should just be called the Canada Show. And also, uh, Ivan, this is the most, probably the thing that's going to matter to you guys watching, is Ivan's going to be the one that's going to help us film oh. when we do rcr toronto because right. rcr toronto four years <laughs> canada's eight hours that way by car four years have not filmed there yet i guess because it's so easy you don't yeah. like eh. it's right there eh, and yeah. we'll get we'll get to you <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile australia and new zealand it's like that's like an entire it's like a four-hour flight that's like going to phoenix from mm -hmm. here that's a legit vacation holiday yeah to get over there and also new zealand doesn't have highways as we know them okay like are they like, just one way each direction kind of thing yeah you know how that back road you took to kempton yeah yeah that oh, that's God. the best they get oh, but that would be fun well, except oh shit stuck they a, are a fun. truck you know that's oh dude the trucks are the fastest thing in new zealand oh okay. like the the work vans they freaking mob. They never hit the brakes. They like know <laughs> the exact adhesion limits <laughs> of their <clears throat> vehicles. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, like I experienced like in the early 2000, uh, oh, excuse me. I should know the abbreviation. The QE what? The QEW? Oh, yeah, yeah. The QW. Yeah, the QW. Yeah. Um, we saw the last of that of like rush hour in that. Mm -hmm. And we were like, yo, this is Los Angeles. This oh, is nothing. serious shit nothing. out there. But we didn't get, we weren't like in like a crazy traffic jam. That was during the, hey, we're 19. We can't wait to drink you. Let's go to Toronto. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you have the, let's go to uh, Montreal, right? Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. So for us, we're 19. That's <laughs> our drinking age. Montreal is 18. <laughs> So there's these organized school trips <laughs> on, you know, winter break when you're 18 to get out. Yeah. Yeah. We no. went to a casino <clears throat> somewhere in Quebec. I don't remember much. I remember like, hey, this is the world's fair place, but I forgot my boots. And so I'm walking around in airwalks. Oh, because we went for New Year's. That was my buddy's oh, okay. like, where do you want to go from New Year's? Let's go to Montreal for New Year's. <laughs> so we went to Montreal. We had a fun time. Um. It was my first place I saw a bus drift in the snow, like a like a Montreal city bus just go mm -hmm. around this turn. And like it was this kind of neutral 
thing and just run around like it's we're not talking initial d here but i'm seeing the back end step a little bit yeah and then we're on the bus and we're feeling like i feel some lateral motion and there's just i I can't make fun gosh darn it i had this stupid doodle that i made from the trip that it was a bus and the bus just said French Canada on it. And there was a whole bunch of um, speech balloons coming out. And it was just uh, it was just the uh, 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 definite article. Leh. <laughs> this is just going around the corner. Just uh, you're just looking at me. I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. Leh, 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 leh. <laughs> As if they just say on the bus and just say the word the. Yeah. <laughs> that that's probably the sum the sum total of the French that I know. So But the uh... the thing is, like everything you need to know about French Canada was explained by South Park in that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh that's it's different. It's its own thing. Yeah. The I don't know. Does any place in the world have like like this little on? Oops, I just clicked Chrome. <clears throat> does any other place in the world have like this little enclave in the middle of us? This enclave that likes to pretend it's its own sovereign nation, hmm. excluding I like Ireland, Northern Ireland, because that's that's kind of serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We love having them. That's for sure. They're they're amazing neighbors and. Um it's really it's cool to have like a very different culture like a very close drive that way yeah you know? it's not like you can like, even go over a bridge yeah no it's no it's just like connected by a big land of mass uh, big land mass right there yeah i mean and it's they're very canadian too like it's mm. it's not it is like it's a subculture and i don't know i probably don't want to wade too deep into like national politics and get in trouble but like it they're very canadian and it's it's lovely it really is i just can't speak the language and i feel bad about it but right it's you know. it's like uh my buddy tom could speak a little yeah. that when we were up there and um <laughs> he tried to order pizza on the phone like mm. using like level two french and he later explained the phone phone call and he said he tried to speak as as, as well as he could and then eventually the guy on the phone was like, eh, and then just switched over. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very common thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get a lot of uh, us Anglophones walking in there, <laughs> trying out our grade school French. And they're just like, no, 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 I don't have the patience for this. <laughs> let's, let's just talk in. That in was English. back when you, you went to the hotel and there was that video game controller attached to the TV. Oh my goodness. Okay. So this was like 2006. Okay. And we thought that we, I, I don't know, as usual, we were kind of drinking constantly throughout this trip. And we thought if we put the Konami, like if you go to French Canada and you put the Konami code into the controller, someone knocks on the door. Like, Bonjour, monsieur. <laughs> and then just poutine comes for you. <laughs> you go up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. Um, uh do 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 
loyal event. M beats. Oh, thank you for his now avatar is this. Oh. Uh, he shows up a lot. Long time, Mr. Regular. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Shifty Eye Dog says IPAs are the male version of white girls PSL. What's PSL? Pumpkin soy latte. Oh. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. <laughs> like some other guy saying uh Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan is the male Oprah. I'm like, I'm fine with that. Mm. And thank you for your donation, Shifty Eye. Thank you, M Beats, for your donation. Uh MGRW982 again. Hello. Do you think, oh, this is a Mercedes question. Maybe you can answer this, Maybe. being that you drive one. Do you think a Mercedes C-Class, C-Class, okay, we're talking base model. Right, yeah. yeah. Optioned out to the max with only three thirty-three thousand miles on it is worth it. Now, we didn't define what it is. Um whatever the price they're asking for it is mm -hmm. owned by an old person and garage kept. Usually that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Not always, but goods comes from the South too. That means not a whole lot of rust. <sighs> um, how much do you want to be uh, MGR 90 W? How much do you want a base model Mercedes? How much does it matter to you to have that emblem on the front? Why did you choose your Mercedes? Um, so I, I got the GLK uh, 250 and I felt kind of backed into that corner. Uh, I didn't set out to get a Mercedes. I, I just needed a pretty, pretty practical car um, with good gas mileage. Um, mm. So it's, it's like a tall, I think it's built on the, the E-Class platform mm. and it's like a, it's kind of like an E-Wagon ish. I mean, interior is a bit different. And I've always liked um, station wagons. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like a taller version of that. I don't view it as a real SUV. It's never going to go off road, mm -hmm. but it just hauls a lot of my equipment. Mm -hmm. And uh, it does so in a really, really fuel efficient way. And it's really comfortable. Um, Is it a diesel? It's a diesel. Oh, yeah. That's okay. why. I, so, okay. sorry, so I went off on a tangent. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So once you say I want a diesel and I want it to fit a certain amount of equipment, um, you kind of eliminate a lot of options out mm, on the market yeah. and what i paid for for that i got a i got it secondhand um i got certified pre-owned thing mm -hmm. so it's got a, a warranty on it and i you know i i paid less than a ford escape for it right there you go so like you know with all those i'm like yeah sure it's got the emblem so there's a bit of that snooty thing that mm -hmm. that can that comes with well, that hey, brand, if you show but... up like uh, there is that bit of a wowing a client uh, yeah, I guess. Well, there's oh. also the how much are you charging me? <laughs> right. So I'm a little, a little cautious about that. No, I just I don't necessarily like the brand image, but I, I do want to be really. So so this the reason I'm here is I, I think I drove from Chicago 10 hours yesterday. Right. Whoa. And before that, I was in Minneapolis and before that I was in Chicago again before. Like so I've been on the road for the past week. Wow. And, and it's and it's common where I'll drive Toronto to New York nonstop or, you know, stop once for fuel. But when you're driving that much, you want to be really comfortable. So, so, you know, I went with the comfortable seats. Yeah. <laughs> so. What, what is, uh, what is the Toronto to uh, New York city run like in terms of timing? Yeah. Uh, in terms of time, what is it like? Uh, I mean, what is it like as in how do you pass the time? What do you think about? What does it mean to you? 
Oh, that I can get deep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got time. Uh, no, you need another beer? Uh, yeah, soon. Okay. Um, but you you can hold it. I, yeah, I, I, I can. I can. And by that, I mean you can hold the show. Okay. Well, Just, well I, I can still hear it. I can I can try and answer a little bit on the C class specifically. Um, uh, if you should, sorry, Mister GW nine eight two. So drive the C class. Um, I've driven a couple of C classes as loaner vehicles when I take mine in for to the shop. And I'm not the biggest fan of the way that they handle. Um, they do definitely feel a little bit more budget than um, the E or even the GLK. Um, haven't had the pleasure of driving an S-Class myself yet. Um, but what you're doing is you're taking that that base platform and then you're adding a whole bunch of options. So the interior is going to be really nice. Um, you know, the trim might look nice, but then you still have that same basic uh, driving dynamic from the C-Class. So drive one if you like it. Great. All those other factors seem uh, really positive, right? Low mileage, kept inside. I mean, that's that's a uh, old person. <laughs> that, that, all, that all sounds really great. So it's just a question of does that car work for you? Are you going to be really happy with it? Um, and then, yeah, how much of a price premium are you actually paying for the, for the badge? Um, a badge is just a badge. It's just, you know, how, how does it feel? I think that's, that would be my answer. Raging bitch. Is that the name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I only may be a two beer night because this is 8.3. I got you in the other trogues. It's called the Blizzard Hops. Yeah, here it is. Mm. Oh, yeah. Should have got another. Uh... Thank you, sir. Oh, I'm still working on that one. Gonna get another seltzer. I don't know. I'm gonna dad click. Oh, I'm not, not gonna do that. Um, uh, Jack Kazmarek uh, doesn't have a question, but thank you for your donation. Ten dollars Australian. Weasel. Uh, 107 says, I guess most RCR viewers know what they're getting into nowadays, but you guys have ever encountered any controversy or backlash? No. I think, like, most people who go head hunting online or SJWs looking for dragons to slay, like, ew, cars, boring. Look the other way. Hmm. Who cares? Um, so no. A controversy or backlash? Uh, the worst stuff is just people coming here thinking they're getting a regular car review. I'm like, why don't you guys talk about the car? I hate it. I hate that guy's voice. Why can't he just keep talking about the car? Unsubscribe. Hmm. You know. That's really it. And thank you, Weasel. Thank you for your donation. Dom says, love the podcast. Helps me sleep. Awesome. Dude, I should do another. Um, if you like, helps me sleep. I did uh, a Vaporwave track. You can check out my personal channel. It's just called Mr. Regular. There's only one video, I think, up there now. And I just made a Vaporwave track out of 
air traffic control chatter. Hmm. And I'm going to make more because uh, I even have loaded on the USB drive in my little um, little single den head unit in my Forester. I have a whole bunch of weather channel bumper stuff slowed down and made real echoey huh. because some people believe in Jesus or Buddha or Vishnu. I believe in NOAA weather. So it's just, there's something about you are, you are listening to the weather channel and now you're local on the eights accurate and dependable from the weather channel. I don't know what the Canadian equivalent of the weather channel, maybe they just call it the same thing. It's the weather channel. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know if they had like the local things like weather on the eights or if they had like, it's like singing hymns in church or Mm -hmm. something like that. You've, you, you've, been used to hearing these particular lines at the same time and in a way it's that is god on its throne like there are people out there with doppler radar and they're watching the weather and also it has the superpower of closing school and everything like that (laughs) I'm also jealous that Canada got the Yaris lift back way, way, way before we did. Because the Yaris we, lift, uh, the hatchback, Yaris hatchback. We oh, didn't that's get right. You had sedans, not yeah. The, right. They gave you us say Yaris. I picture a hatchback, not yeah. Any, for yeah. a while, like my for um, my my second car was an Echo, and the very beginning of our yeah. car was an Echo. It was a two door coupe. And they looked fucking weird. Right. They didn't look right. I love that car, though. Great gas mileage. Yeah. Um, Will Robinson says, we need you in Vancouver. It's beautiful here. So I've heard. I've also heard from my buddy, the same guy, Sterling Richter. He says, like, he, he remembers having to mow his lawn for his parents, but it's so wet out there that it's just moss. Yeah. in his backyard it's like this isn't grass you're like mow your lawn and it just stops but that's beautiful to look at that is it, it's a it's a gorgeous place so and you like skiing right mm-hmm. that's lots of know, skiing oh it's the mecca oh yeah. there's you know there's whistler and then there's um there's several mountains coming up right off the i am gonna the go there. on telegram that's that's the messenger program the kids like and i'm gonna ask darling rector (laughs) uh talking about you on the podcast right now let's see what he says um, and thank you, Will. Thank you uh, so much. If you do a West Coast Canada thing, let me know. Okay, I would. Yeah, I would venture out there. Okay, yeah, that would be. Uh... It'd be it'd be fun to, to go visit. Sir. Oh, he says, uh, he says, wait, what? Why? Link, <laughs> lol. Uh, uh, get on my YouTube, homie. RCR Vancouver 
question, question, question mark. <laughs> um, uh, Dan W says, no question. Just happy to finally catch one of these lives. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Dan. I'm going to see my brother this Thanksgiving. I haven't seen him like hardly all summer. My brother is a psychologist. Hmm. He works down in Royersford, which is getting down there toward Philly. Okay. And he drives a Volkswagen Jetta. Of all the things to have sibling rivalry that he drives my most hated car on the planet. But I'm getting, I, I'm coming around on Volkswagen. I have yet to drive an R32. Okay. And also now Volkswagen in the wake of Dieselgate, all of their cars are now turbocharged yeah. as a way to get around emissions. So I will never buy another Volkswagen after Dieselgate. Ah. So I, I had an Audi A3 diesel uh -huh. as my last car. That's a Passat? It's, um, no, it's like a Golf. Oh, okay. It's just, you know, and uh, yeah, on principle. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Sterling says he's here. So Sterling, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to keep the telegram open, Sterling. Should I call you Sterling or Prost? Whatever. I've been calling you Sterling for, for this a bit. You can talk to me directly through Telegram if you want to just bypass all of this. You get the fast track pass to, to this show. But what we're really talking about, we're talking about two things. Because, um, you know, the because uh, the chat goes by so fast. Um, what we're talking about here is RCR Canada. So we really have to do two Canadas. Uh, I, yes, there are three, um, but uh, Toronto, which will hopefully be this summer. And then I don't know, maybe August. Oh, for Toronto? Uh, for Vancouver. Oh, because we could do like a July. It depends if you want to get if you want to get some skiing in, then you got to go in the winter. Right. So, and the thing about the West Coast, it, you know, if you're if you're low and near the ocean, there's not a lot of snow in the city. Please correct me if I'm wrong. People who live in Vancouver, but my experience when I, whenever I've been there is like there's there's like no snow until you drive out to the mountains and get some elevation. And then, okay. then it's just beautiful, right? There's tons yeah. of snow, great powder skiing. Mm -hmm. But then yeah, so you could in theory because it's sort of like rainy and whatever, you could film wintertime, I think. Yeah, I'll film in anything. Well, if if I go out to ski, my mind is just going to stay stay in ski mode. It's okay. like I am here. Like, I got all my gear in the other room. My jacket's in there, my helmet. I have super wide feet. I have, depending on what the shoe it is, either 4E or 6E feet. And, but I can wear Solomon's. Do you ski? No. Snowboard. Okay, yeah. cool. Do you remember they used to be a thing like in the mid to early to mid 2000s, the snowboards that didn't use straps, they tried to do click in yeah. boots like skis. Yeah. But then you, if you lose your board, if it's not strapped to you, off it goes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, you got to strap it. <laughs> strap it in, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, dude, we go skiing out there. Like I had a whole ski trip that I went with uh, Matt Farah to oh, okay. to Mammoth, 
like two years ago. That was cool. It was like two things. Wow, this is the best skiing I've ever done because I never did West Coast skiing at ever, ever. It's all this East Coast ice scraping stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and then then I asked for an edible and I got it and I got a ticket to ride. <laughs> and, and it's every it's every edible story. Right. Okay. It's uh it, it's it's you just entered the 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 definitive 80s uh rotoscoped animation masterpiece that is heavy metal okay yeah 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 um anyway come to colorado man yeah of course colorado i want to go back smell the flowers out there so to speak no my thing is you get me high i get super huggy so I hope you like platonic hogs. That's what happens when you get me blazed, barbecued. Okay, no questions. Okay, we're good. Uh, okay, so Sterling says, Prost is good. I'm a go to the. I'm a go to the live. I'm three minutes behind. Oh, okay. He says he's three minutes behind. He's he's gonna go behind. So. What we have to do um, is figure out how to film in Vancouver. There's all these promises I make. Okay, he says he's <laughs> caught up now. Uh, every, everybody says, uh, don't do Toronto, uh, come to the real Canada. But we figured out it had to be for logistical reasons and have yeah. the mass amount of the correct cars we want. We have to kind of stay in the greater Toronto area. And the rest of Canada has a giant hatred for toronto as we have for new york as we generally have for new york city it's just like this thing like oh no that's not real canada like okay it's also the most populous city yeah it's one of the economic engines of our country like yeah you want (laughs) to see the rest of canada too (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i can't deny that (laughs) um because okay we have a guy from vancouver on the phone yeah and then Toronto right here. Yeah. And then just some guy from Canada. Well, okay. He says Ontario hates Toronto. Absolutely. <laughs> so a lot of my family is like small town, like um, well outside of Toronto, like four hours out. Yeah. And there's definitely this like, <laughs> oh, you're going back to the city. You know, like it's this. Yeah. And, no, everybody hates Toronto. It's just yeah. what it is. Right. And that's fine. And that's New cool. York State has to just live in the shadow of NYC. Mm-hmm. Um, because when people refer to, say, New York, they don't refer to the state. Yeah. So you have to say, oh, upstate New York, New York. Okay, yeah. you're the lesser of the two. <laughs> right. And the entire and the entirety of New York State has to have the Statue of Liberty on their license plates as if to drive the point home. <laughs> Um, and even New York City hates New York City. Like wow. they don't refer to themselves as New Yorkers. Like they refer to themselves as well. You know, you work there. It's like, no, I'm from. You're, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're, you're the from borough, Queens, the, yeah. Yeah. Staten Island, and even and even Manhattan likes to dice itself up between yeah. like Midtown. And they don't the call village. it New York. It's just the city at that point. Like it's not, you know, right? Yeah. And even in New Zealand. Like New Zealand hates Auckland. <laughs> they have this, uh, they have this, uh, 
like JAFA or something. It's it's an acronym that trans that shortens to just another fucking Aucklander. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because you got your two main cities. You got yeah. their Auckland, which is their New York City, and then you have Wellington, which is not in LA. It's more of a San Francisco, like a mini oh, San Francisco. Okay. That's where Weta is. Holy shit, there's money. Like, mm. that's the weird thing about that I got from like only a week and a half in Wellington, New Zealand, was that it's super hip, um, authentic, as I make the quotation marks, at the same time, farms and sheep everywhere, mm. and yet cutting edge post-production filming all of this in like this campus around Wellington and then Hollywood movie stars and then just amazing food at every turn, super expensive and amazing views and um, a sense of peacefulness that I have not experienced anywhere else. Mm. Maybe it was uh, when we went there last year, we're coming off the election and realizing I'm at the other side of the planet. And though I had this moment, I was talking with him on Matt Fair. The feeling was I, I was on my phone and just getting tweets from whatever scandal or the daily Trumpisms. And by the time I was done, I, I, I once I scrolled them up off the top of the phone, they were just out of my head. And so mm. that was the feeling of New Zealand is, is getting stuck in the moment and the, the like the nexus of this. And I have this picture of like, I don't I think I've hit the nexus of New Zealand was being at the, the, uh, the Johnson's farm. And I have this picture of Bryce Johnson on the roof of his house. Why is he up on the roof of his house? Well, that's where he left his beer. So he had to go and get it. <laughs> and I'm like, I've reached this peak moment. We're in this backyard. There's sheep running around and we're having a barbecue. And then there's Tahi, which is this adorable dog that the Johnson's farm had. It's it's like a, it's a sheep dog and it's got one ear, like one. The other it still has the other ear, but there's oh. no flap on oh, it. Okay. And he will relentlessly fetch anything you throw. And he has unbelievable stamina to the point that one time they had to tie him up indoors because he because his feet were bleeding and they had to find a way to make him stop running around and being happy. Hmm. So that was that. So I wonder if there's a Canadian equivalent of that. I, I'm at a loss. <laughs> OK. I mean, it just sounds like a rural paradise, right? I mean, yeah, you know, that's uh... um, OK. All right, we have we have a bunch of translations here from Prost, which is a, his kind of like animation handle. Oh, okay. yeah, because because we all need our brand. Got to get on that. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Okay. All the cities in Canada are America Junior. Toronto blows as part of the culture. Ontario hates Toronto. Canada hates Toronto. Everybody hates Canada. No, everybody loves Canada. It's what I pretend to be if I feel I'm getting hassled overseas. <laughs> Sorry. You're one of them. <laughs> Is that a thing? Oh, no, it's a thing. Oh, fuck. No, I'm sorry. It worked. It. I mean, 
I'm sorry, but it worked worked really well in South Africa. Well, you, you're already apologizing, so you got it. Oh, there you, you go. go. <laughs> you got it down. All right. Pross says, I think, quote, real Canada begins 100 miles outside of all the major cities. And then the Maritimes radiate Canada in the sense that it's an industrial maritime area that became the Appalachians of Canada, like yada, 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 Rusk Gothic. But instead of industry, it's more, but instead of industry, it's more that it was closer and more integrated with the British Empire of its heyday. Toronto is just Chicago light. I mean, Party Pratt is more the brand this day. Oh, okay. LOL, one of them owned heart. So I think he's commenting on oh, what yeah. you just said right, right now. Yeah. Um, uh, for those of you who, who aren't talking, I'm talking to an, like in, simultaneously talking to Ivan from Toronto. I'm talking to Party Pratt from Vancouver, who is an animator. And I forget the company he works for. He told me a million times. And I'm sorry I forgot. I thought it was Cartoon Network or Adult Swim, or is he working for Adult Swim? Um, well, I think. Excuse me, just- Titmouse Studios. There you go. Which also does subcontracts, I think, to Adult Swim. Okay. Because I, I see, I saw their logo on it. On I remember seeing that on uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know that name from somewhere. Yeah. Just like one of the best animations ever. So made. All right. So here we have like live production here. And this (laughs) is animation production. Um, For those of you watching in YouTube, you can see Prost's uh, personal project. It was called Not Cops. It has elements of FLCL, if you know that anime uh, going on in there. Uh, He's also worked on Venture Brothers. Hmm. uh, And he just said, oh, my God. Venture Brothers. Uh, and yes, I'm shouting out your a- a- animation. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's not cops was great. <laughs> the best thing about it was like it simultaneously was the action in the giant robot, but also the Tarantino esque uh, narrative in the very beginning. I have this thing, Prost, that I want to pay to have done. But I think I'm going to pay uh, Megan Willis to do it. I was talking about her. Yeah, yeah. She did storyboardings. For a bunch of things, most notably, she worked on My Little Pony. Um, um, but I have this uh, narrative uh, that is, oh, yeah, he linked it here. Uh, Vimo, uh, I, I wish I could like paste your your thing into the chat in the channel that it would go up. Um, but I'll remember to uh, post this on Twitter uh to say like what we were talking about here in the chat um so it's there so the people who are watching on youtube right here know what we're talking about um i have a narrative um i was telling ivan at lunch today about a video he he isn't into uh, video games and i'm like i tried to explain undertale as in this hipster version of 80s or like 80s arcade Nintendo stuff. And what I have for people on the channel who know of this, I have a voice actor. I have this WAV file of a voice actor who doing a very convincing, even though we don't know what she would sound like, Undyne from Undertale trying to understand a car. And it's and it's a complete narrative that's done. I just need it at least not completely animated, but storyboarded. And I sent a 
private message to Megan Willis, like, hey, yo, I, can I pay you to just storyboard this and I can have one of those videos where it's not animated, but it's just a still frame every 10 seconds. So you get like the beats of it as a proof of not even as a proof of concept. It's just sort of a love letter to the game, really. And also cars. Pross says, heck yeah, Belch, I have a narrative, classic Reviter, Undyne Strong, Destroy Car. <laughs> I, I ought to send you, I don't know your email, but maybe I can send it to you as an attachment uh, on Telegram that you can hear what it sounds like. Um, it's just her like seeing a car and like, and like trying to understand what it means from like a uh, mechanical standpoint. It's like her being really excited that a car runs on dead people. <laughs> like, like what is, what is yeah. distilled petroleum? What is all this? It runs on dead people. This is fucking awesome. You know, that sort of stuff. Um, F5 to see if we missed any super chance. No, I think we're still caught up. Sorry that I ignored the regular chat for a minute. Um, do they call call it Comic Sans because it's 100% not funny? But she does see a car in Deltarune. Okay. Uh -oh. We've reached the point in the evening. I've been waiting for... to. It's just as well to talk about it with Ivan, even though he's just going to uh-huh and yeah his way through this conversation because he doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> because with Nick... Uh, Nick, um, uh, I wonder if I can call, uh, yo, I think I can pull this off. Fuck. No, I don't think I do. I have enough adapters to pull this off that if I call Prost on my phone and then patch my phone into the mixing board, that way I can put him on the podcast but then i'd have to be able to hear them at the same time yeah i don't know if i have enough adapters for this speaker i could just put them on speaker and just hold them up that would be the easiest yeah i could just balance the phone and 69 the phone just so we could have just so we could have someone to talk to as i discuss my <laughs> are, are you up for this prost to discuss Undertale fan theory on on the phone. Will this work? Because we're about to do this. LOL, sure. Okay. All right. How do I call you on this phone? You can see I'm balancing the phone on the microphone. I hope he doesn't peek too much. Maybe if I click his icon. Yeah, there we go. That's working. Is this working? Testing. Hello. I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, man? I, I haven't talked to you in like six years. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I don't know. I'm literally in the studio right now. I was working on a band like poster thing. And then you hit me up on Telegram. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you're still at work right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, 
People are saying in the chat that it sounds pretty good. So this ghetto solution is going to work. All right. That's great. Uh, excuse us, guys. Oh, they, well, you're at work. Well, it's actually no. 11, 10, 9. Oh, you're at 8. It's 8 p.m. there. Yeah. So it's, it's a late night. It's still early, even though I haven't had you know dinner or whatever. Yeah. Oh, y'all, it's just, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still riding your bike to work? No. I have a, I drive my car. What'd you get? It's a 2004 uh, Celica GT. That's right. You got like kind of like the new romantics, and <laughs> I, I ah shit. Are they are they running the one ZZ engine or the two ZZ? Yeah, uh, I think the two uh, is also sorry. There's I'm sorry, you can't Zed, hear Zed. in the background, <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, no, I think it's the the one because the uh, the the quote unquote Lotus engine is on the GTS. Oh, and yeah, did you just type into the uh, regular chat? Because people in there are, are saying one ZZ is the GT, the GTS is the two Z uh, two ZZ. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> mm. uh, people are also saying RIP headphone users, yeah. probably because it's it's probably just high treble coming through this. Yeah. I can on my channel uh, pull my uh, pull my high end out, and I'll do that just a little bit. So my microphone is just going to sound a little extra bassy. All right. We're gonna go deep down though. Yeah. Is, is it bad that I still like this? Is like some like weird uh, hyper. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, free association that I immediately. God damn it! Eh, the joke's passed. It doesn't make it funny anymore. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke about DJ Snakes get low when the whistle go, because that's oh. also early two thousand Celica GTS, and then something I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the car to drive when you want people who don't know cars to freak out and think it could take on like, you know, one of those AMG like <laughs> cars. Yeah. It looks fast. It does. It, really it does look fast. fast. Yeah. You sit, you yeah. lean back a lot. Um, it's very Y2K Institute. I love it. Yeah. You can sit and you can drive. It's like the Toyota Celica, the last generation of the Celica is the vehicular equivalent of giving your middle finger to whoever's in the back seat for the entire ride. <laughs> it's great because I've been at parties or I've left shows and people are like, I need a ride. I'm like, well, I can give you a ride. <laughs> it's like kind of like a, like a, like you're burdening me tax. Yeah. Like the fact that it's, it's also, it's like, you know, pounces, you know, and just people tall necks have to like, you know, Tetris their head to the side. Even the new Mustangs are like that. Like, for as big as they've gotten, you put a guy who's over six feet tall into the back, and nope, they're 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 uh, they got a taco neck the entire way. Well, as they go home. <laughs> so, 
All right, for people in the channel, we have to. There's no two ways about this. Um, can I hit you with my fan theory for Delta Rune? And do you do you have your own fan theories about what that means? Me? Did you play the game? Shit, I, I played halfway through. I'm, I'm busy. You know, I'm drawing. And I'm oh, because because my thing is going to be like a spoiler. It's going to spoil the game. I think I have. I don't care. All right. I'm just uh, Googling Deltarune. Okay. <laughs> Deltarune is a sequel non... Deltarune... Okay, the original game is Undertale. The quote-unquote oh, okay. sequel, but not quite sequel, is Deltarune. So, uh, Undertale is to the Toyota FJ what Deltarune is to the Toyota FJ Cruiser from the 2000s. Yeah, it's the same, the continuation of the car, okay. but it's not the original. Nothing's the same. Nothing's carried over. The beats are the same. The visuals are similar, but it's not the same thing. So, okay. Yeah. Um, as far as I understand, Toby or Toby Fox, yeah, he a lot of fans, like he was like overwhelmed with like, you know, people being like extremely people being like this changed my life and he felt compelled to make a sequel but he couldn't right it, it's as if he um like much love to kevin smith but it's as if toby fox just had his clerk's moment had made this perfect uh uh piece of work that fit right into like this early 20 teens culture and then can he ever go back to that level of is it that level of what um that level uh, of creative clarity again yeah it's like when when a, when a um it's like when an, a creator doesn't know what they're really doing until they realize this could actually have been my magnum opus. Right. I just wasn't prepared for it. Right. Um, and then they spent their entire life, or, or like in musical terms, a band has forever to create their first album, and they have two years to come up with their second. Oh, yeah, because now everyone's watching. They're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like why there will never be a Half-Life 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> expectations are so high yeah just it could be uh the best game they could ever make but people would be disappointed so okay you played all the way through undertale right yes okay here's my crazy fan theory and and this is like my pepe sylvia moment here drawing all the conclusions um uh Delta Rune is a simulation being run by Gaster and Sands to determine if, under the correct circumstances, Kara could be turned good. So, in the very beginning of the game, they, it, the text comes off the beginning that says, Are you connected? Very good. So, they got one of the souls one of the six souls and they're taking that or a portion of that 
and through some multi-dimensional machine that existed in that secret room in San's basement, shoving that soul through a different... <laughs> Look at Ivan. He's just spaced out at this moment. He doesn't play video games at all. So we're speaking Greek right now. But one of the souls through, through um, not the DT extractor machine, but the machine <laughs> that's in the, 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 the secret room in the basement of uh, Sansa's house. They're running a simulation through a multidimensional alternate universe but influencing it themselves. Now, why is all the original characters in Deltarune? Well, Sans is lazy. And all he did was just copy and pasted everybody he knew into the simulation. Just, ah, there you go. There's characters. And we'll have the soul go into it and they'll be able to manipulate. And also, Susie is part of the scam. I don't know who she is, but she because she mirrors the same thing in real life that says your choices don't matter here. And then Sans himself just shoves himself in as just an observer in the very end. And that's it. Like what's going on is it's still real world. Hey, I like how Sans is like the fourth dimensional character locked into like this. I guess the second, third or second dimension. <laughs> yeah, he is. Now, a lot of this comes from Megan Willis, the same animator I talked to, uh, who's going to probably do this little short skit I'm working about because she had this little comic called Dogs of Future Past, which went, which she wrote to fill in the gaps, um, indicating that during some sort of explosion with the original DT extractor machine, that Sands did not come out of that thing unscathed. He can see all possible realities, hence the glowing eye. So yeah. once he saw all realities, there was no escaping the disaster. And also, uh, Carr is completely evil. That's why he developed the fuck it attitude. He yeah. became a nihilist. There you go. <laughs> People in the chat said Mr. Uh, Mr. Regular is very animated this evening. So this is like a bad episode, a bad episode of bonus stage. Uh, some guy says 12th grade. Good times. I remember the shit storm. Something funny says I have regrets. Why aren't you talking about cars? Um, I have regrets and it started with fan theories. You know what? I'm drinking a beer that's called Raging Bitch right now, so I have no regrets. Wow. Woke. <laughs> um, I'm drinking water and cold coffee like a real artist. <laughs> Yo, cold coffee is good. <sighs> you know, you just sit down, you just start working. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to finish this coffee. And it's like five hours later. And you're like, well, I'm not going to go and get fresh coffee. Did you sleep last night? <laughs> No. <laughs> what, what What is up with guys like you who can function for two days? I don't understand that. <laughs> I have no idea. I run on some arcane energy. I, 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 I I'm, could... I'm being powered by Sam's glowing eye. 
no, uh, Sterling is not high. That's just how he sounds. Um, I'm high on life. <laughs> he is. Canadian. <laughs> um, well, it was great talking to you. Um, I got to get out there to Vancouver in one way or another. And oh, yeah. We'll make this happen. Uh, I should let you come see my brother's Isuzu truck where the door is held to, held to the vehicle with a rope. Ew. <laughs> Do you have yearly safety inspections in BC? See? <clears throat> No, but one thing which I do know is um, there's a lot of islands off the coast and all the people who live on them, um, they don't get insurance for their cars. But every once in a while, every year, like bicycle cops get on the ferry and they show up on the island. Word quickly gets around and everyone who's driving parks their car on the curb and runs into the forest until what? the police are gone. Does it vary by province in the same way as the U.S., which different states have different requirements for safety emissions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's like each province is like California-sized. Oh, right. So. Yeah, like. But it's like really interesting because it's also like has the population density of like Montana or Dakota or something like that. Is that Saskatchewan? Um. Like that as the same population density as most of Canada. Probably. Oh. I don't know the population of Saskatchewan. They're probably all fitting to, you know, it's like one building's worth of people crammed into Regina. <laughs> it was weird because that DeLorean with the uh, LS motor in it came from Saskatchewan hmm. or Alberta. Nope, that was Saskatchewan. It was a Saskatchewan. I remember that. Yeah. It was remarkable how well built that thing was that the guy just figured it out. But he was like an engineer. He was like, okay, I want to put a Corvette engine into a DeLorean. How am I going to do that? All right. But it was also weird that he he didn't publish. He, he didn't put his, like, it was all CAD built, but he didn't put his CAD file. He didn't publish his CAD files um, because he was afraid that if someone else built it in the way that wasn't completely correct, they would try to hold him liable or something like that. Wow, he has the one ring. Yeah. But yeah, like what what are the island what are the little community islands off the coast of BC? Uh, it, uh, shit, there's like a fuck ton of them. It's like oh, the really? Alaskan panhandle. Yeah. Yeah. They're like little because it's like the way the coast mountains work is that it goes into the ocean and it's like all the little mountaintops just become like, you know, cute little islands uh -huh. or whatever. And there's like maybe 500, 1,000 people living on each one. So there's no police, you know, so there's like almost no services, but there's oh. ferry service. So the, the Mounties will just hop onto like a ferry to go and they'll be like, oh yeah, I'm going to check out this town, see how it's going. And they show up and <laughs> everyone there who's like le living like rather illegally because there is no law essentially. They just oh. do that thing where they're driving their trucks around, stop out the curb and literally run into the forest until the, the cops leave. <laughs> <laughs> what like they they camp or they just hide no no it's, it's a small island they just run to their house it's just oh like on the other side of the island <laughs> it's like 
it's like the police won't know. They won't be able to, like, they'll see these cars and they'll be like, well, <laughs> we'll get one of them one day. <laughs> Man, I want to live there. Like, y'all grow weed out there on those islands. Well, well, what's the industry out there? Like, how are they making money? Oh, well, um, if you're in Vancouver, either it's in film or animation, citation me, or um, you have rich parents from abroad. Mm. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> or you have. Ivan statements. gave a slow nod to that. But um, outside of that, it's all like mineral, like extraction, lumber. Mm. Yeah, forestry is fishery. Mm. People in the chat said, "Sounds like Prince Edward Island." Says Trevor Mace. Well, I mean, Prince Edward Island has a tourist industry. Mm. Yeah, they've got Anne of Green Gables. I wouldn't really say it's comparable. <laughs> ah, it has the House of Confederation or whatever. What's that? I don't know. Where a bunch of British dudes signed a paper, which was like the Declaration of Independence, but oh. not really. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna? Well, when when the Queen dies, are they gonna have to reprint all the money everywhere in the world? <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know. What's his name? Because it Prince appears Philip. in New Zealand too. They got the Queen on the money. Yeah, or the Commonwealth. I hope they keep the the Queen because whatever his name is, Prince Numbnuts, he's, he's not as, <laughs> not as the Queen. The Queen looks regal. That's like, ah, that's yeah. an empire. Yeah. The Prince just looks like, you know, <laughs> he looks like Squidward. <laughs> is it Prince Edward? Is that who it's going to be? Prince Charles. Yeah, that's oh, right, Charles, excuse me. Prince Edward died, I think. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. England? But didn't, didn't There's probably Charles... a Prince Edward. Just like a thousand royals or some shit over there. Yeah. I think he did something where he's not going to get the crown. What, uh, what'd you say? Prince. Char I think Prince Charles did something where he's not going to get the crown. Like, he won't be the crown king. Um, he's going to get it. Some like I am not like, up on my royals yeah. drama here, but I, I didn't didn't he do something so that like he could be with um his wife now? So like he's he had to he had to like pass on the crown to the next generation because he wanted to be. Are with we still his streaming? Wife. Yeah, we're still streaming. Okay, good. I don't know. Anyways, I, I don't I don't think it's him. I think it's one of his sons. <clears throat> it's it's uh, probably what's it? Harry and um, which is the one? Who the other guy to fight in in Iraq, and which is the one who went to a party dressed as a Nazi? I'm trying to remember. What? Well, I mean, the House of Windsor descends from Germans anyway, so oh okay, <laughs> makes sense. It fits. Ross Everett says British politics on RCR damn straight opinions on everything. <laughs> I wonder where Ross Everett is from. See, RCR is a renaissance man. That much cannot be denied. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Sterling. <laughs> hmm. 
with two like barely informed Canadians <laughs> to tell you about the, the monarchy. Uh, which princess dang in a car crash is best <laughs> Dude, I remember I see the... that in the voice. Uh, see <laughs> Um I I remember where I was when Princess Princess died died. I was in my parents' basement with my buddy Tom, and we were slightly upset because that interrupted our Saturday Night Live because we were in middle school and we were having a sleepover, and it was the nineties. That's unfortunate that you watch Saturday Night Live. We had this conversation like before this that where uh, Ivan was excited to know that I knew everything about the Red Green Show because we got the Red Green. Yeah, we got the Red Green Show on PBS and they would put that up against Saturday Night Live or right after it. So I know all about the possum van. You know, when I moved out on my own, the first thing I did was bought a roll of duct tape. Yeah, fix <laughs> anything, and it's 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 been great for not fixing things. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I went to a summer camp for several years. And yeah, early teenhood, and I was on I was on one of the the work duties, right? So you got to go around, you got to mow the lawn, you know, you know, do various work bits, and. My, my task was to help repair some cabins. Yeah. So I grabbed a roll of duct tape. And I just taped up some holes in the walls. Yeah. That was that was that was my learning from from our our wonderful uh, national broadcaster. Mm-hmm. How how to fix a how to fix a cabin wall? Just open up some duct tape. Did you like spackle over it? No, or no, anything? no, no. Just tape over the hole. <laughs> that, that that was it. <laughs> Lots of crisscrossing slabs of duct tape. Did you did you guys uh, discover the glory and salvation that is gorilla tape? They have gorilla tape of different colors. I yeah. like that much. Yeah. Okay. It's really great. When, when I discovered that, I'm like, fuck duct tape, who's gorilla tape. Who's... Well, now now I'm all about the gaff tape. That's you know. See, you, that you have to special order around here. You can't get gaff oh, tape yeah. in yeah. the store. No. Yeah, it's so soft. To the touch. Yeah. yeah. So soft. <laughs> we had too intense on tape. <laughs> um, I think the for the ball. for the sake of the channel, because I'm uh, ignoring the people who are watching this on YouTube. Yeah. How many people are watching this right now? Eh, 93. We're down from 100. So I'm going to pay attention. I'd love to spend the, the rest of the chat just talking to Prost. And we will. That's great. Yeah, we will oh, catch what? up. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was like caught off guard, so that's probably why it sounded high. I'm like, what? Totally. What's happening? <laughs> There's an audience. There so is. I was like, okay. All right, man. kind of has like a, yeah. All right, have a good night. Yeah. Uh, have a good night, man. Enjoy talking about cars, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> good times. We'll catch up in <laughs> all the familiar guys. places. <laughs> I'll play Delta Rune and you can share like bullshit on that awesome okay okay All right. have a good night Jeez. enjoy the rest of your work <laughs> bye bye so i guess i kind of interrupted him during studio time but he stayed with us for 20 minutes hmm. uh how drunk am i i don't know because i didn't get up in the middle of this um
So thank you for everybody who, for that past 20 minutes of us just talking to uh, Sterling, <laughs> animator from Vancouver right now, who is still in the studio working on something. And I forget what it was, still images. But he stayed on the phone for a little bit, and that was cool of him. Talking about Camus, Cam, uh, Canada stuff. There's the drunken moment where I try to... <laughs> Um, slur the moment. The weird thing was when Tony Richardson and I, uh, we went to the Brick House, which you have been to, and then we got a six pack and worked our way through that. And it was weird talking to, actually, maybe I shouldn't talk about this, but well, we had a few, it, it was weird having drinks with like an airline pilot. And he's like, I'm still mm. a normal person. Like I'm well, not yeah. flying for like two weeks. We can go out for drink. We, right. we can go and talk online for drinks. <laughs> the thing, the weird thing about hanging with Tony Richardson or people from the channel may know him as Tony airlines is that he's 27 years old and he's a captain. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, yeah. he is laser focused yeah. on like, this is my career. This is what I'm doing. And he said, he knew he wanted to, what he wanted to be at age like 12. It's like, this is going to be my career path. I'll arrange my high yeah. school career to do this. Yeah. I thought I was focused, but that's intense. <laughs> that's that's crazy. at age 27, 27. Like I didn't get my act together until age 30. Like when I finished mm. master, my master's degree, went off to Canada, a uh, Canada land it was near enough. It was, it was Alaska. Um, well, okay. Yeah. yeah. You kind of skipped over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the only way, the only part of can, the only part of Alaska you have to go to through Canada to get through is Juneau. Excuse okay. me, no wait, there are no roads that go to Juneau. That's right. Are there? Oh wait, the Alcan Highway Highway, but I don't know if that goes through Juneau. I don't know. My old roommate Tyler Grimm drove the Alcan Highway in a two thousand and four. Toyota Tacoma. It was one of the early ones we reviewed on RCR. Yeah. That thing drove the Alcan Highway. Canadia. Sorry. Says Ross Everett. Will you ever do regular burnt car review? I don't know what that means. Uh, we've come to expect diversions. It's great. First live stream. Oh, Dan Dunlop. Hello. Dan Dunlop. Thank you for your donation. Mr. R catching up with old friends is so cute and wholesome. Makes me want to call my mom. <laughs> Go do it. Hmm. I met Sterling in 2009 in Pittsburgh. And I think that was the only time. I don't think I ran into him any other place, but we kept up online from time to time. Somebody get Mr. R a glass of water, says sip, drink, milk drop. That is an excellent idea. I think I will do that. Very good. Talk to Hoovy about burnt cars. Yeah, Hoovy from Hoovy's Garage. Um, I enjoy his stuff sometimes, but it's, oh, they were just talking about Hoovy. Yeah, right. A plus. Uh, it like is midnight. Just avoid. Um, 
we you poured a fresh one and i have this high octane stuff so do you need another uh, no. uh oh, seltzer yes please. yes okay yes. be right back feel free to ask any questions that come up and feel free to ask any questions about cameras photography production or anything from ivan the filmmaker Yeah, anything car technical, I am not your man, but if you have any questions about lenses, cameras, camera technology, please. Ivan, what's your favorite camera body? Um, really depends. Uh, the, the favorite one in my current arsenal would be uh, the red. Um, so uh, I've, I've been sort of diving more and more into using reds over time and I, I just I like the flexibility that that gives really depends on what you're shooting though right I mean you don't want to carry a big heavy uh, red camera body that's all built out um, if you're like shooting a, uh, an event so um, what is a good camera for 199 uh, $199 no idea. Sorry, uh, your iPhone. Honestly, um, at at the lower price point, it's it's more like what you're doing outside of the camera than the camera itself. Um, what cam are you using? Um, depends on the project. Um, it yeah, I, I use a lot. Uh, like I said, the the red Scarlet W. Um, I use the C three hundred Mark II a lot. Uh, a6500 for like really tiny uh, packages that you can sort of put put anywhere. Um, DSLR or mirrorless doesn't matter to me. They're they're both sort of in the same category. Mirrorless, I like the smaller package on uh, Alexa for life. Sure, absolutely. They're just a lot of money for what you get. So. The color science is cool, but like you can color grade pretty much anything to match anything else. So when you're in that range, I probably wouldn't put down that money. If it's a rental, absolutely. Clients love seeing, oh, you have the Ari. Yeah, sure. When it's your budget money, absolutely. I'll uh, put an Ari on. Set. I heard about this, that Red made a phone. Yeah. And it was one guy, there was this one guy who was on Joe Rogan, who has a huge tech review channel. Yeah. And he talked about it and said, it's okay, but I expected something with the name Red on it to carry the camera. And he said the Google Pixel is better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, again, I can't speak like firsthand experience with it because I, I didn't wind mm -hmm. up buying one. I was one of those like, I think they, they did pre-orders last summer or mm -hmm. last fall. And, uh, I was like, had my hand hovering over the mouse. Like, uh. But it's one of those things like they want like a thousand dollars or like eleven hundred bucks up front. Mm -hmm. And then knowing red, like they they like to take your money up front and then they'll deliver the product whenever it happens to be ready. Mm. And it's not going to be on time. And they did go through through many uh, delays. Um, I love what they do. I love the potential of it. But um, from what I'm seeing in these early reviews, it's exactly that. It's that like the camera itself in the phone isn't that great but you're sort of buying into the system where you they want to sell you modules so you can like put on a lens module put on a new imager module mm -hmm. so i guess in theory 
you're you're going to be able to like snap on a piece and then now suddenly you're going to have a different image sensor but now right? your like, phone got bigger right exactly and like that it's already a big phone yeah like it's a big I, i've got the iphone 10 and it's bigger than that fuck off and really then, yeah and then you're gonna add another module i don't know at that point like why not get your like a6500 yeah your, your fuji xt3 and like you know like a decent mirrorless yeah i i liked the idea that red was going to have this this cool phone that will talk to my cool red camera over there yeah. and i just press a few buttons and there's already an app that does that called fool control that's a whole other thing but mm. but i thought like okay first party from red mm -hmm. out of the box it's going to talk to my camera cool i'm in mm-hmm or I could use this thing as a wireless monitor to see what my can that'd be neat. So, so there's potential. It's just like day one as it ships right now. I don't see it. Mm. So I, I really hope that I think they'll get there. Red's been really great about driving camera tech forward. So mm -hmm. hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I was, when I saw that that camera was coming out in like 2000 and oh crap, was that three? Are we going back that far? Was it the very oh, first yeah. one? It was after that. The, the red oh, one. Like, yeah. yeah. And I saw it. And I'm like, you don't get anything. You get this like little box. <laughs> and then you got to build it around this. Yeah. Like, wow, is that? And this was, I think, slightly before digital SLRs started to come into their own as film platforms. Yeah. So I looked at, of course, I don't have any money and, you know, what would I film? Even today with like RCR, like our style really doesn't lend itself to high production. But when we have some guy like you who can, you know, help us, then we're like, hey, but I, I remember I felt so professional when I bought a Pelican case. I'm like, <laughs> I am a professional. Look at my black case. And it's got clamps that go ka-chunk, yeah. ka-chunk. And then Ivan shows up at the racquetball club. And I remember you said, I said, I got a Pelican case. And you said, yeah, all right. <laughs> and then meanwhile, boom, 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 clap, 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 clap. I'm gonna assemble my oops. I'm gonna assemble my camera. Yeah. And I remember there was this moment where you said, "Well, this camera isn't set up for audio at the moment." Yeah. There was like right. this one thing. I'm like, "Oh, that's what we're dealing with. Audio is its own separate thing." <laughs> um. Uh, Will Down says streams keep buffering. My iPhone 5 must be going bad. Dude, I got an iPhone 5. Third OtterBox. It got oh, to yeah. the point where this iPhone, you can't see it because the OtterBox is holding the phone together right now, but the <laughs> screen is pulling away from the rest of the camera body. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that was because for almost two years, I would take this into my gym sauna with me. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all that heat Moisture cycling and heat in yeah. one room yeah. Yeah, yeah and i would you i would use this in the sauna and occasionally it would be like up oh, i get the warning label it's too hot wow. meanwhile the old guys in my sauna like to take wet rags and wrap them around the thermostat inside the sauna so we can get that thing up to oh yeah uh 160 degrees which i think in celsius is like 68 
or something like that. Yeah. No, we, so here's mm-hmm. the weird thing about Canada. We actually use Fahrenheit okay. for hot tubs and saunas for some reason. Don't ask. Don't ask uh. me. Anyways, so that's ridiculous. Yeah. 160 degrees. Yeah. You can't think. No, you know, yeah. You're, you're cooking. You're, you're. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you only go in there in a little bit. Like yeah. normally my son is hovering around 120. Mm. Then some guys like to pump it up to 150. Um, the, there's this one guy in my gym who gets in the lotus position and they just sit there and he's got a gallon of water with him that he'll drink. But saunas are really good for you. I mean, you relax and like, um, it's a great way to clear your mind. And when it's nice and cool at 125 in there, uh, I'll fall asleep and I'll have amazing dreams. And Mm. I'll only like take a, I'll take a really deep mat nap for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Lying on like the hard wood. I'm the only guy who like really lies down in there. And I had this good line, like someone else in the sauna said, I can't believe you put your head down on these benches. And no, wait, I was lying belly down. It's like, I can't believe you put your face down on these benches. And I said, well, I guess that's why people call me ass face. (laughs) (laughs) Love the sauna, though. I miss a good sauna. RCR roasted car reviews. Will you ever go to Japan? Mm. Uh, Ivan and I were talking about going going to Japan Uh, uh, this uh today i i have no plans for japan it would be such a herculean undertaking because you need a fixer and not just any fixer a guy who knows cars and can speak both language languages fluently the guys from mighty car mods have a few friends in japan they go often but yeah i would be hyper self-conscious about being a it's, it's like you're pulling double duty, man. Not only are you a Westerner in Japan, you're an American in Japan. It's like, uh, I don't want to get hassled, man. I, I, I don't want to. Yeah, people are going to be nice to me, but are they going to secretly hate me? So I don't really want to deal with this. I go there. Mm, I mean, I've. I mean, there are restaurants and stuff where it just said no foreigners on it there is that that exists and i suppose if you stay in tokyo it's 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 a world city you wouldn't get that but i mean it would be a car show so you you'd have that commonality but um really uh it wouldn't be like South Africa or something like that, where people naturally converse in English because they have to, you're getting pretty far away. And I don't know. Every now and again, someone in the channel says misfits because I have a big misfits sticker on the front of the laptop. Um, There's a good suggestion in there. What, what Harkening back, just say you're Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> it works. You know, again, if I if I happen to be there, I can lend you a passport <laughs> for a second. You know? yeah. So the flag on your bag. <laughs> that was it. Was that a uh, um, bare naked ladies reference? 
Is oh, it? Because that's a maybe verse. actually, but um, no, no, not intentionally. Uh, uh, it was a line off of the stunt album. Uh, never have to do that stuff. Um, I can go to Europe, travel with my friends. I can spend a thousand Deutschmarks getting drunk in a bar with some Australians. Uh, buy a giant backpack, so a flag on the back. And I forget the verse after that. Uh, that was a thing, though. And I remember that uh, verse in that song because I help yeah. out with the Appalachian Trail. Mm. Excuse me, the correct pronunciation, Appalachian. <laughs> um, with that, every single Canadian that hikes the trail so is the flag either yeah. on the on the backpack or on one of their clothes that they wear a lot. It was just like a thing. Yeah. Irish do it. Um Australians and New Zealanders don't. Germans do. Or no they they don't. They Maybe don't just one guy does. Reputation. I, I that wasn't a war reference. <laughs> wasn't I mean as tourists they don't have the greatest reputation. I in, love in, I love Germans. It's not a it it not was for me. It's just a thing I've heard. Um, I guess like I got along perfectly well with producer Rob in New Zealand, um, who is he worked at? Okay, producer Rob, uh, he works for Automation, a video game company down there in Wellington, and uh. He used to work at a particle accelerator <laughs> in Germany, but he got sick of the science politics, like like academic politics. Okay. Um, and he says, I'm tired of this. I'm going to program video games. So <laughs> quite a quite a shift. Mm -hmm. And he works for automation. He has a lovely house there in Wellington. And um he was like an anchor for me because when you go on a film shoot, um, if you want to be, if you want to make money, every day has to be programmed. None of this standing around, what are we going to do next? Yeah. Um, I mean, you saw, even though I, as compared to like real professionals, I'm kind of lackadaisical, but I, at no point was I real, apart from when the fire truck showed up, <laughs> did we really stop? Yeah, and stop doing it. We worked our way through. Yeah. And so I, I kept up the same uh, scheduling in New Zealand. Right. And uh, Rob was like that as well. So I got along great with Rob. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's some like uh, weird national pride going on this. I'm almost 100% German. Yeah. And so... My dad was freaking meticulous. My mom's freaking meticulous. So, so, yeah. so maybe there's this, there, there's this word in German called Gunzlichkeit, um, which means joy through thoroughness, which right. is how 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 Teutonic can you get? I guess. Am I wait? Is that correct? Were the Teutonics knights from what would become Germany? I forget. Anyway, but he. Uh, but I'm probably mispronouncing Gunzlichkeit. Mm. Regular German reviews. Yeah. yeah, that that would be like I, I I would go I would go to 
to Deutschland before I, I would go to Japan. Partly because, yeah. uh, dude, the Autobahn Nürburgring. I've never been there. I've never experienced yeah. it. Yeah, it, it is one of, like, talked about the, the main destinations in the world for automotive tourism. Yeah. Germany and Japan are two yeah. of them. But yeah, no, I agree. And like, I do have a very soft spot for <laughs> yeah for Germans. Like, um, And also, but... this is Pennsylvania, which oh, was yeah, settled right. yeah. by what? Germans. Yeah. Yeah. Pennsylvania Dutch which confused are the Germans. Which out of me because I'm Dutch. And ah. was expecting a very different yeah. thing when I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yes, there's there's very little like Northern European influence here at all. You got to go right. out to the Midwest for that. For your Norwegian, your Dutch, your, right. your uh, Amsterdam side of stuff. You'll, you'll get that. Like when we go to Muncie, Indiana, that's where you start seeing where the Norwegians settled. Oh, out in the flatlands in the midlands or midlands uk um the midwest uh protestants uh question mark i don't know what that means uh we got everybody here in uh the mid-state pennsylvania our main religions will be protestantism catholicism russian orthodox protestant Catholicism and then Russian Orthodox is also big around here. Hmm. And we do we have any synagogues? I don't know. Do we? We have we have um excuse me, I don't know the correct name. We have the VRAJ, which is um East Indian. I forget well, that's that's in Summit Station somewhere. But yeah. Oh, and we got, and there are some Lutherans around. Um, Daka Jones 5, hello. If you had a significant budget for each of your episodes, hmm, would you use that on editing the cars or would you not use it either way? If I had a significant budget for each, for each of the episodes, I would use it on travel and location yeah. because a controlled filming environment is worth more than cameras or editing equipment. Um, that's why I like going back to Harris Hill because they yeah. don't charge us. We oh. get to have a racetrack, we get to do whatever we want within reason, and they're not charging us to film on there. Yeah, that's that's some good times. They're just happy for their promotion because the other big racetrack in the Austin area is Circuit of Americas, and you know, that's where the F1 race was this year. Mm. So that's the big track, but Harris Hill is a private track. They want to sell memberships. And if I can, you know, say, hey, Harris Hill is really cheap and it's a road course and it's fun. Become a member. Drive your Miata like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, it's a really tight technical course. So um, as I said in the review uh, today, a Harris Hill road, it goes by two names. Harris Hill Raceway, because it is a raceway, or Harris Hill Road, because it's a road course, um, uh, does not favor horsepower. Like, you show up with a, a Corvette C6 is way too overpowered for Harris Hill, because it's narrow, and there's off-camber corners. What what works well, like an aerial atom would dominate there. So, oh, okay. so that's the yeah. type of course you're working with. Tight, technical, a lot of, a lot of second and third gear. Uh, stuff you you drove a 
Porsche 911 around. Right? Yeah, I did not belong in that car. That's that's what I was wondering. Like, now that you've been around that track a few times, like, would you want to get back in that Porsche? And no. No. I need to get into something slow. I need to, okay. I need to put time in, in like a Miata NB. Okay. Um, because that Porsche, uh, a, a 911 has so much grunt and is so technical. It's like, it's the equivalent of pressing the magic button on Instagram and then saying you're a good photographer yeah. because all the levels are now balanced. Yeah. Yeah. That Porsche just did all the work for me. Right. It had traction control on. It's just, it was, and it was a sh fucking shark works on top of that. Yeah. Everything yeah. was perfect set up for that particular type of driving. And I'm like, I'm a fast driver. Look at me. Take these turns real fast. And then I got in a Lancer. And I'm like, oh, I, Steph Schrader's Mitsubishi Lancer yeah. that required you to work the car and to understand weight transfer. I didn't know dick. Right. So, and again, I'm from Pennsylvania. I go down to Harris Hill. I have, I'm spending most of my time filming. And then I get like four laps on the track and expect to absorb something in. Oh, okay. Right. So that's, that's okay. I know my way around it. I, as, but as far as um, um, uh, Nugget, uh david mcnewitt got shortened a nugget okay. um he told me well brian um every single time you enter a corner you're doing it at a different angle and at a different speed so we need to find a con a, a baseline for you to go around this track before we start working on improvements on your driving so um, I am at level zero or something like that. I'm still at the point where I'm getting afraid of the speed. Yeah. Okay. Because you're entering some of these corners at 80 miles an hour. And, that's... and you're supposed to, there's a point where you're supposed to be on gas, off gas brake immediately. And it's everything you know about being a good driver on the street goes out the window. Man, it's 1230 at night. Um, we're probably going to be wrapping this up soon. Um, I'd like to see you test drive a Lexus. I did one. I did a Lexus LS400. Got sick of actually watching so many videos of it, like 63% though. I don't know what that means, Emmanuel Burger. I got sick of actually watching so many videos of it. Um, not sure what that means. Um, Bill Hussein says someone's playing Fallout 76. Orion says I saw an 85 stanza with 75,000 original miles, a red car with red trim, red velour, red dash. Oh, he's just saying he saw a neat car. RDR2. Not sure what that means, Emmanuel. Red Dead something too. Oh, Red Dead Redemption. There it is. See, Mr. Non-Video Games here stepping in. <laughs> Yuma tomorrow with 500 yen. Any plans for a Japanese motorcycle speed war <laughs> documentary? I'm going to, to the Japan National Library to research that mission. Well, fuck off, you are. 
And also I got that, that phrase fuck off from Matt Farah. (laughs) Any plans for going plans for going for, for Japanese motorcycle speed war documentary. I'm going to Japanese national library to research. If you do Yuma Tamara, Send me an email, regularcars at gmail.com. Once again, that is regularcars at gmail.com. Send me anything you find about the mythical letter to the Japanese motorcycle manufacturers. Once again, that is regularcars at gmail.com. And now it's time for sports. RHR regular horse reviews. Funny you mention that. Uh, Al San Pedri. It. Uh, Nick Roman was down in Richmond, Virginia, filming a horse. So I think we're going to have a horse review. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm. The gmail.com plug was pure um, ASMR. Thank you. Um, I would like to do a more weather thing. Well, my weather thing is just like weather channel music. Uh, is RCR going to go to any major motorsports event in your area? Oh boy, hot singles in my area or elsewhere. Maybe Lime Rock, IMSA, IndyCar, etc. The thing about me is I don't really have a hard on for motorsports. Says the guy who never went to a motorsports event. So maybe I'll, I'd enjoy it. Um, but no, I, I have no plans for anything like that. Um, oh, good morning from Germany. Got to go to work. You have fun. You do too. I guess they're like five hours ahead of us. Well, he's getting up six, six in the morning. Well, we started late, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did start late. I should do another thing with. uh, uh, Julia Johnson and just like 16 on the phone there. Uh. Sterling Ricker said, that was fun hearing your theory. Very good. Mm. Guten Tag from Germany. Well, everybody in Germany is waking up. (laughs) I got to take a shower and wash off the stank. Yuma Tomorrow says, if I find some interesting stuff, probably a magazine newspaper strip, I'll send it to you. Oh, thank you so much. Keep up the great work, gents. Are you satisfied? Anything else you want to cover? You think we're going to wrap this up? All right. I'm just yeah. here in a supporting role to oh, thanks. answer questions about lenses. <laughs> Getting late. Mm-hmm. I saw an $80,000 Jaguar inside a mall today. I thought it was so weird to see an expensive car being touched and leaned on for sale. Eh, I think those mall cars that you see, they're insured. Their real point isn't to sell the car as much as it is to let you know the dealership exists. Yeah. I see tons of those. I remember seeing the Scion, or I'm sorry, what was that funky asymmetrical car? Not the first, was it the, the first? Cube, the Cube. The Nissan Cube. Yeah, I saw that in malls for a while. Because like, oh, it's hip. We'll put it in front of the hot topic. And Abercrombie and Frank. 
Hello from Norwich, said Bidel Hussein. And it's 7.41 p.m. in Honolulu. Nice. Never been to Hawaii, ever. Nope. Nope. I've never been anywhere warm at all. Uh, Abercrombie and frick these nuts. And on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for everybody who (coughs) donated on the Super Chat. And thank you to everybody who uh, donates to RCR's Patreon. You're allowing regular car reviews to exist as a much larger channel than it really is. Um, We're going to head to bed uh, tonight. And it is 2.42 a.m. on the East Coast in Pennsylvania. Because you have stayed with us in late tonight, I will give you the uh, weather forecast now uh, for the general area. As I uh, send you guys off for everybody who's late at night listening to this podcast at night. So we're going to tell you what the weather forecast is going to be. Current, uh, currently in the mid-state PA, and I uh, apologize to uh, my Canadian guests, this will be in Fahrenheit. Uh, currently it is 41 degrees with uh, light showers. Uh, the low tonight will be 40 degrees uh, sunrise at 6.56 a.m. High tomorrow, Tuesday, 45 degrees, low of 47. Continuing on to a bright, sunny week, Thursday, high, uh, chilly day on Thursday. Sunny day, high of 26, low of 14. Friday, high of 34, low of 42. Rainy weekend uh, for your uh, after Thanksgiving feast. Uh, high of 44, low of 41. Sunday, high of 49, high of 42, and moving on to a Sunday, uh, final week in November, sunny days on Tuesday and Wednesday, high of 41, low of 30, Wednesday, 37, high of 41, currently it is 41 degrees in the mid-state, high will be 41 degrees, sunrise at 6.56 a.m., sun set at 4.42 p.m., chance of rain 10%, humidity Sticky night tonight, 90% humidity, winds north at 2 miles an hour, wind chill 41 degrees, precipitation, even though it is raining, precipitation will be only 0 inches, 29.9 inches of mercury visibility, 5 miles. And now your local weather for Coventry, United Kingdom, high is currently 40 degrees, and low will be uh, 39 degrees. Wednesday, slight snow showers, 42 degrees, low of 30. And a cloudy week today in the Midlands of the United Kingdom. Thursday, 43 degrees, low of 36. Friday, high of 46 degrees, low of 39. Saturday, high of 46 degrees, low of 49. Sunday, high of 46 degrees, low of 37. Today, Shower stay is currently 40, 40 degrees. High will be a 42. Sunset, excuse me, sunrise at 7.35 a.m. Sunset will be 4.06 p.m. Chance of rain 20%. Humidity 77%. Winds north-northeast at 10 miles an hour. Wind chill 34 degrees. Visibility 10 miles. Now the local weather for Wellington, New Zealand. Mostly sunny today. It is now 6 a.m. in Wellington, New Zealand. 
high of 56 degrees. Low of 50 degrees. Wednesday in uh, Wellington, New Zealand, we will have a high of 60 degrees, 51, warming up to a warm weekend in Wellington, slight chance of rain, high of 67 degrees, low of 58. Today in Wellington, New Zealand, mostly sunny currently, it is 56 degrees. The high today was forecast at 58, sunrise at 5.47 a.m., sunset at 8.42 p.m., chance of rain 30%, humidity 52 degrees, very comfortable. Wind north-northwest at 10 miles an hour. Wind chill, 54 degrees. Precipitation, 0.7 inches. Pressure, 29.59 inches of mercury. Visibility, 6 miles. Have a good night. Ha, 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 ha.